Coming up on Transformers University, we have kind of a sequel to Transformers the movie. It's the Legacy of Unicron right now on Transformers University. Well, my friend, and welcome to episode number 137 of Transformers University. I am your host, Anthony Brutali, owner-operator, madman behind TFU.info, the website to tour archive this podcast, TFU News and Views podcast, and oh, so much more. I want to welcome you once again to this episode number 137. If you haven't checked it out, there is a new episode of TFU News and Views up on the TFU News and Views feed where we talk about how 2024 is a great time to be a Transformers fan, as it is every year. But today, this time, episode 137, we are, this episode, we are heading back to the UK to talk a little bit of, three, two, talk a little bit about Marvel UK Comics issues number 146 to 151, The Legacy of Unicron. Now, this is uh, a story I had never read before uh, studying up for this podcast, and I got to say, it was a lot of fun. Um, we'll just get right into it. We'll start with issue 146, part one, written by Simon Furman, art by Jeff Sr., letters by Annie Hafakree, half a scroll, colors with a U by Steve White, and a cover by uh, Lee Sullivan, which features on the cover uh, Death's Head uh, with a gun at Cyclonus's head and a Junkion saying good day. Uh, I guess in the UK comics, uh, the Junkions are Australian. Uh, <laughs> maybe? Who knows? Uh, but we start this story on January 1st, 2008, the far flung future of January 1st, 2008, or uh, 16 years ago, <laughs> this recording. And we have Cyclonus and Scourge being chased and shot at by a ship. It is Death's Head. Uh, they fight until a Junkion appears. Uh, and that turns out to be uh, Junkyard slash Junk Heap, uh, that, that model of Junkion. And he is asking for help. His people have been enslaved and he can pay. So Death's Head leaves Cyclonus and Scourge unconscious as he had defeated them in the battle and decides uh, he would rather help the Junkion. Uh, and they also holds on to Cyclonus and Scourge as uh, potential tools in the upcoming fight. Uh, on Cybertron, Rodimus Prime bids farewell to Rekgar and sends him on a shuttle with Inferno and Smokescreen back to the planet of Junk. On Junk, which is what the planet's called in these comics, it's not called Junkion. Uh, I might accidentally use those words interchangeably, but on the planet of Junk, uh, there's a plan for uh, the unnamed Junkion, that is uh, Junk Heap, uh, to pretend to be enthralled uh, because the Junkions have been enslaved on their planet and uh, lay explosives down in front of the person doing the enslaving. In exchange for their freedom, uh, Cyclonus and Scourge will shoot the explosives and blow up uh, the perpetrator. So off they go, off screen, but the Junkion comes back to tell how the plan has failed and did not work shortly before he is killed. Then Death's Head, Scourge, and Cyclonus fall under the spell of Unicron. And that will take us to issue number 147, part two. Uh, all the same crew, written by Simon Furman, art by Jeff Sr., letters by Annie, half a Cree, half a scroll, colors with a U by Stephen White, cover by Jeff Anderson. You're a cigarette. Stephen Baskerville, 
and John Burns and features Death's Head and Shockwave uh, shooting at each other while a digital Unicron watches. Digital Unicron watches sounds like something you would get in 1986 at a um, service merchandise or consumers. Uh, Death's Head brings Cyclonus and Scourge to a Shockwave on Cybertron. He uh, says that they are dead and wants the bounty on his, their heads and says Shockwave owes him 10,000 Shanix. Shockwave has Soundwave mind scan the room and detects that Cyclonus and Scourge are still alive. Death's Head then fires and Cyclonus and Scourge take out the guards. Shockwave flees and Death's Head follows. On the planet of junk, 10 minutes earlier, we find that Rekgar, Inferno, and Smokescreen have discovered Unicron there. You know, I should probably preface this. They have discovered Unicron there, and he is a giant head, and the Junkions are building him a body. Uh, on Cybertron, Cyclonus and Scourge guard the room, uh, and Soundwave is using Menasaur to try to break down the door. Death's Head fights Shockwave and blows his arm off, and then destroys him. Uh, so yes, dead Shockwave here. He even takes out his brain module. Cyclonus and Scourge are about to be executed when Death's Head arrive and declares them the new Decepticon leaders. Yes, both of them. Uh, Unicron's head unveils his plan to send the Decepticons on a suicide mission against the Autobots, where he will take in over on a weakened Cybertron as the Autobots and Decepticons fight each other to extinction. Now, before we move on to the next next issue, that's, that's quite the plan Unicron has. First off, uh, I'm interested to see how uh, Furman brings Shockwave back at some point because uh, Shockwave will remain dead for the rest of this story. Uh, but he does appear later in the Marvel run, uh, which are issues that will appear later in this UK run. And it's going to be fun to see where that goes. And where is this story going? Well, we'll talk about it right after this. Hey, want to help out this podcast or the website tfu.info? There's a number of ways you can do it. Let me tell you how. You can help us directly by joining our Patreon and enrolling as a student at Transformers University. There, you'll get early access to the podcast as well as exclusive behind-the-scenes peaks and perks for as little as $1 a month. Sign up is quick and easy. Just swing on by to www.patreon.com slash tfuinfo. Another way you can help us is by using our Amazon link, www.tfu.info slash Amazon. Type that into your browser whenever you want to shop at Amazon and a portion of what you spend will be contributed back to us. It's that easy. Finally, you don't become the world's longest running transforming toy archive without some help from other fans. We're always on the hunt for photos of figures and accessories we're missing from our pages. If you'd like to contribute, go to tfu.info slash help for a list of what we need or send an email to info at tfu.info. tfu.info, the alpha trion and omega prime of transforming toys. Now, back to the show. All right, on to issue 148. Written by Simon Furman, art by Dan Reed, letters by Annie, half a Cree, half a scroll, and colors with a U by Stephen White. Uh, the cover this time features Rodimus Prime, Cup, and Blur firing all around them, and this is by Dan Reed and John Burns. On Cybertron, we found out the Cup is uncomfortable with a quiet piece and complains to Rodimus Prime about this just in time for the Decepticons to attack. Rodimus Prime knows that uh, an all-out battle will result in near annihilation of both sides, which is Unicron's plan. The battle begins, and we get this awesome two-page spread of just 
Autobots and Decepticons fighting and some crazy stuff going on. And it turns out this is the only two-page spread of the entire UK run. Uh, of note in this spread is Grapple. And he is shooting a hole through one Decepticon generic and hitting another with the laser that's going through the previous one. Elsewhere, Unicron watches and reveals uh, the Junkions are rebuilding his body. Uh, Inferno, Smokescreen, and Rekar observe this. Now, Rekar is really troubled by the sight of the Junkions being enslaved uh, and then is found by a Junkion. Rekar throws his axe uh, straight into his chest, and we also find out that this is the... Um, the character model for Scrap Heap. Uh, and the Autobots realize they need to warn Rodimus Prime. Unicron then sends Death's Head after the Autobots, and uh, Death's Head fights for control of his own actions. He shoots Inferno in the back, and Rekar runs interference while the other Autobots escape. Death's Head, he overcomes Unicron's control long enough to tell Rekar to escape. But at what price? And that wraps up that issue. As we go to issue 149, part four of the Legacy of Unicron. This one written, once again, by Simon Furman. Art by Dan Reed. Letters by Annie Hefkree, Half a Scroll. And colors with a U by Stephen White. Cover, this time by Barry Kitson and Robin Vautel. And features Smokescreen crashing through the windshield of his ship. It opens with Smokescreen's ship being shot down over Cybertron by Cyclonus and Scourge. Now, Cyclonus and Scourge come back around for a second attack. But we're saved by Inferno, who has come out of the repair bay to man the weapon system. They're going to crash. One must survive to warn Rodimus Prime. Inferno takes Smokescreen and sends him fastball special style through the windshield. Inferno guides the crashing ship towards a bunch of Decepticons on the ground and goes out in a blaze of glory. From seeing that crash, Cyclonus and Scourge inform Unicron that all of the Autobots are dead. In this, Death's head finds a weakness. Unicron's control. When he talks, or he rants, his grip on Death's head and his mind weakens. So he gets Unicron to talk about the time portal he's been building. And Unicron rants about revenge on Galvatron. And in this rant, Death's head is able to grab a gun. Back at Autobot Base, Smokescreen updates Rodimus Prime, Grimlock, Ultra Magnus, and Cup. Prime does not want to weaken the Autobot forces on Cybertron by leaving, but the Council convinces him to do so. He prepares to leave with the Dinobots, Smokescreen, and Scattershot. On Junk, Death's Head opens fire. Unicron fights back, and Death's Head uses the, t the fighting to project his mind to the astral plane to fight Unicron on a level playing field. The End. That takes us to 150, the 150th issue of the Transformers comic in the UK. And this one written by Simon Furman, pencils by Jeff Anderson. Hey, you're not allowed to rent here anymore. Yeah! Inks by Stephen Baskerville, letters by Annie, half a Cree, half a scroll, and colors by Stephen White. And that's colors with a U. Uh, this one has a cover by Jerry Paris and John Burns. Uh, and the art is of Rodimus Prime opening the Matrix and Unicron uh, clawing open Cybertron. This is a wraparound cover, by the way. And the main title on the cover says, The Origin of, on top of the, the letterhead of, the Transformers. So we're going to find out the origin of the Transformers for the first, fourth, fifth time, uh, <laughs> depending on what you were reading or watching. And uh, this is actually an interesting one because we're going to get some key Transformers concepts introduced here. Now, while distracted by Death's Head, Unicron does not sense what Rekar has been doing, which is planting explosives beneath him. 
In the astral plane, Death's head distracts Unicron by getting him to share his origin. But first, we need to catch up with Rodimus Prime and crew. There's some growing tension between Rodimus Prime and Smokescreen. Back on the astral plane, Unicron tells his tale. He is chaos and fury. Nick Fury, mother Given form. The only thing that stood in his way? Primus. Primus was the lord of the light gods. Primus sought to protect life. Also, his weakness, according to Unicron, in fighting Unicron, was losing. So Primus moved the fight to the astral plane, just like Death said just did. Uh, but that did not work. Primus fled back to the physical realm. But not to their energy forms as they had been when they had left. He sealed each of them into space junk, which was two giant rocks. Uh, both Unicron and Primus trapped in this uh, space junk. I got a rock. Unicron willed himself a new shape from within this rock. That was of a planet with two forms. Uh, and Unicron claims here to be the first Transformer. Primus became Cybertron and created the Transformers based on Unicron's new ability. The two were somehow connected mentally by thought. Primus instilled his essence into the creation matrix. And then the events of Transformers, the movie, happened. We won't try to parse the creation matrix versus Autobot matrix of leadership, but let's just treat them as the same thing for now. Then Unicron goes on to brag about his new body that's being built. But something is happening outside. He casts Death's head back into his body in the physical realm. And we find Rodimus Prime's ship is attacking Unicron. Unicron sends the Junkions and Death's head to counter. Death's head takes the gun he had uh, picked up and points it at Unicron, just as Rekgar sets the charges. Unicron fires on Death's head with his uh, eye beams and misses, but underground, rubble falls onto Rekgar, leaving him trapped near the ticking time bomb. And that'll take us to part six, issue 151 of Marvel UK Transformers, written by Simon Furman, letters by Richard Starkings, Colors with a U by Stephen White, and the reason I held off on art, art by Brian Hitch, who we will talk about in just a second, uh, with Ink Assist by Jeff Sr. Cover features Rodimus Prime, Death's Head, and Rekgar all fighting Unicron, and that one is by Lee Sullivan. Now, Brian Hitch uh, started in comics at 16 years old, drawing Action Force, which is the UK equivalent of G.I. Joe. Uh, he has had a long and accomplished career in comics since then. Uh, he penciled the first five issues of Death's Head. He partnered with Warren Ellis at Image for uh, Stormwatch Volume 2, uh, plus a book called The Authority, which was a spinoff of that. Uh, he had runs on Justice League America, Fantastic Four, Ultimates, Age of Ultron, Hawkman, and Venom, and even did some design work for the uh, Marvel's animated uh, films. And then in 2005, did some of the design work for the relaunch of Doctor Who and the 2009 Star Trek film by J.J. Abrams. Fun fact, he had planned on becoming a priest, uh, but decided to go into comics instead. Now, this story starts uh, as Smokescreen continues his attack on Unicron. He defies Rodimus Prime's order to only fire at the rear of Unicron's head. He's determined to avenge Inferno and Rekgar. What you find out, though, is Rekgar, unlike Inferno, is still alive, and he is trapped uh, with 5 minutes and 42 seconds on the timer of the bomb. Unicron orders Cyclonus and Scourge back from Cybertron to help him. As this happens, seeing Scourge and Cyclonus leave, Soundwave orders a Decepticon retreat on Cybertron. 
Rodimus Prime runs into Death's Head, and Death's Head knows how to kill Unicron. He brings Rodimus Prime to Unicron as a trade for his own freedom. Now, this is all a ruse, right? We know this. Unicron mind controls Death's Head, but Rodimus Prime uses the link between Death's Head and Unicron as a chance to enter Unicron's mind. But Unicron detects him. On Planet Junk, Death's Head finds Rekar. Unicron fights Rodimus Prime on the astral plane and assumes that destroying Prime will allow him to absorb the Matrix. Just before Rodimus Prime's defeat, though, Death's Head pulls him back to the material world. Cyclonus and Scourge approach Death's Head and Rodimus Prime as the charges beneath Unicron's head begin to explode. With this, Death's Head pushes himself, along with Cyclonus and Scourge, through the time portal as Unicron explodes once again. Rodimus Prime senses Unicron, but he is sensed that he has not died, but in fact joined the creation matrix. And that ends the legacy of Unicron battle, but we do have an epilogue. The time portal sent Cyclonus and Scourge back to the past, where they joined up with Scorponok's forces. Death's Head, however, is nowhere to be found. Now, that's a nice little twist on uh, Cyclonus and Scourge, who are both part of the animated cartoon timeline where they need to uh, uh, be <laughs> and somehow also put them back with Scorponox forces as they join uh, the Headmaster storyline from the Headmasters limited series. And I got to say, this this storyline was a lot of fun to read. It was six issues of the UK book. So the stories, the pages are a bit short. It's like two and a half comics, maybe three comics of, um, of story to read. Uh, but this was a lot of fun. It was a nice little follow-up to Transformers the movie, even though, I mean, season three counts as the follow-up, right? But this was a nice little touch. Like, if you went from one right to the other, it would still work. Uh, overall, I think this is, a, it's a, it, this is like a must-read. Uh, this is a really good read. Plus, you get the first mention of Primus, the first mention of the origin of, of Primus and Unicron. And uh, it's, it's certainly uh, one to be experienced. So there you have it. The Legacy of Unicron, Marvel UK, issues 146 to 151. Got just a little bit left as I tell you about what's coming up next time on Transformers University. What is it? Find out after this. Thanks for listening to the show. Stick around to hear what's coming up next episode. But first, I want to fill you in on a few ways you can stay in touch with the show. Want to be on the show? Leave us a voicemail at 702-763-4838. That's 702-POD-4TFU. Or send an email to info at tfu.info. Be sure to catch us on Twitter at TFU underscore info and on Facebook and Instagram under the username TFU info, all one word. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TFU info, where we post all of our podcasts, plus special video segments, reviews, and live coverage of Transformers-related events such as New York Toy Fair and New York Comic Con. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit us at www.tfu.info, the world's longest-running transforming toy archive. So next time on the show, we are heading back to North America to talk about various parts of the 1988 toy line. We're going to talk about Canada, Mexico, and the mailaways that were available uh, in North America, including the U.S., as we look a little bit deeper into the toys from 1988. And that's all in episode 138 of Transformers University. But first, I want to thank you for joining me this time around on Transformers University. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to catch up with me, uh, head on over to 
uh, Twitter at TFU underscore info. I'm also on Blue Sky, Mastodon, Facebook, Instagram, Threads, YouTube, and of course Patreon, patreon.com slash TFU info. For as little as $1 a month, you can uh, sign up and get these episodes uh, much earlier than everyone else, plus all sorts of other goodies. Uh, just check it out on patreon.com slash TFU info. Uh, you can also sign up for free uh, just to keep up with our posts there. Uh, that won't cost you anything. So, uh, please do check it out. And of course, you can always catch us on the web at www.tfu.info. Once again, I am your host, Anthony Brucali, owner, operator, madman behind tfu.info. Until next time. See ya.